Welcome back on the town. I'm your host, Tanya. Tonight's guest is first-generation Peruvian immigrant, political activist, community health advocate, and aspiring policymaker. He's a graduate of Princeton University, at the top of his class, by the way, with a degree in psychology, global health, and health policy. He is now a candidate for a council role in Bedford Town Government which is based in New York's lower Hudson Valley. And he would be <clears throat> served, he would serve as the first Latino council member in the history of our town. So please welcome Andres Leonardo Castillo. Hi. Hi, Tanya. So good to see you again. You too. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you coming. Absolutely, um, yeah. How are you today? I'm doing very well. You know, it's been, the weather's been changing so much, hasn't it? Yes, I'm it's so freezing excited. one day, the other day feels like spring. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's okay. I'm taking all the warm days this week that's going to be coming up, so I'm happy. Oh, me too. <laughs> uh, so, so thank you. Um, the reason why we're here, um, because you know, people always say, "Oh, my vote doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't count." So, I think not only does it count, but I think it's important for, I say, new blood to come into politics. So. Uh, my first question for you would be, why are you running to become a councilman in the town of Bedford? Yeah, no, I, it's definitely, I definitely want to start off by talking about the importance of local government. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, you know, right now we're in an off year, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone tends to vote, you know, in the midterm elections and the general elections, 2020, 22, mm -hmm. but a lot's happening in the year 2021, let me tell you. And we have a really amazing race here in the town of Bedford, as you mentioned, in the lower Hudson Valley. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm up for a councilman role. Um, we're entering a very competitive primary, very exciting primary, where we're gonna hear a lot of different voices. I am so excited to represent the Latinx community, Latino community here in uh, Westchester County. It's uh, our town has been around for quite some time. Absolutely. Uh, and we've never had a Latino uh, in the council and that's quite baffling to me. Uh, and I'm, yeah, you I can imagine. Up, I grew up here since I was seven years old and I'm 50. Right, and I, yeah, I grew up here since I, you know, from the age of three onwards, I've been here and I, you know, I've always, as a little boy, I always, mm -hmm. I always wanted to go into politics. Oh. But I never really saw someone that looked like me uh, in the government. And I really want to start off by talking about the question of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Let's unpack that certainly throughout this interview, but that's really where I'm coming from. That, you know, Bedford, uh, mm -hmm. where I live, is 20%, around 20% Latino. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have five council members, so it should be the case. Right. That we have at least one council member who can represent the Latino community, can make sure that all of our communications are available in both English and Spanish, and can make people feel seen and heard, which is what a representative, a councilman, 
a congressman maybe someday uh, right. <laughs> is, is supposed to do. So I'm very uh, enthusiastic about this race. And the other reason why I decided to run for this role is because of the multiple crises that we are facing right now. Right. We're in the middle of a pandemic. It's been about, actually it's been about a year, you know, we're hitting that one year mark. And it, this pandemic has reinforced all the systemic inequities that we have seen for such a long time. And frankly, I think this is the this is an era for new leadership, wow. for young people to step up and to really be the difference um, that they want to see. Right. And I am just so thrilled. I'm so thrilled to be here and to represent um, a, such a wonderful community. And uh, and yeah, I'll I'll leave it there. We'll definitely have more uh, chances to yes. unpack a lot of what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, because you know, before we can go uh, to the next part, I want you to tell me about your personal story. Where where do you come from? You know, what it's like growing up in Westchester, and like, you know, what motivated you to become more involved in local government? Yes, I love that question. I think it's always important to get to know a candidate. You know, where yeah. Who am I? For a lot of people, they've never seen me before, or maybe they've heard of my name, but they can't really put a face to the name. Mm -hmm. I uh, grew up in Westchester County. My family, our story is that we immigrated from Peru mm -hmm. uh, at a time when there was a financial crisis uh, in the late 90s. Uh, a lot of immigrants can, can speak about that, speak about that issue. Mm -hmm. um, my parents, when we, uh, we came with a few hundred dollars Mm. And uh, we lived in very tight quarters when we uh, first arrived in this country. Uh, I, I actually grew up in Mount Kisco. Uh -huh. And um, it was difficult. Uh, you know, growing up, I didn't have, uh, I, I hardly had heat in my house. Mm -hmm. uh, I, took, I had to take cold showers. I mm -hmm. didn't have warm water. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up in poverty. And I'm not ashamed to say that. I, I, I feel that my parents worked very hard to give me uh, values, the, taught me the value of hard work right. and gave me the compassion that I now have to lead and to serve. And I truly believe that um, it is because of my upbringing, not in spite of my upbringing, mm -hmm. that I am where I am today and that I can now be in a position uh, to, to really be, I hope a role model, but more than that, just a public servant. I, I'm ready to serve and I'm ready to lead. Um, I would also say, uh, you know, going through the public school system here mm -hmm. was a blessing because yes. in my country, public schools, <laughs> it's no joke. It's, it's, there's just no way to get a, a full proper education in, in our, um, some of our Latin American public school systems. It's quite right. sad. Right. And um, growing up and, you know, having the opportunity to be a part of the Bedford Central School District mm -hmm. was such a blessing. And now to be able to give back in that regard. That um, but I can go on and on. You know, <laughs> I, I love I love our, our community. Yes. We have such a vibrant uh, Latino community. And and that's the people. Those are the people I represent. But I represent everyone as well. And that's what I was gonna say. And because everyone will say, you, we want we want togetherness, and we want to we do want voices to be heard that weren't heard, and we want other people, everyone, to, anyone who's, who's paying taxes, we want you to be heard, pretty much. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. I get it. I totally get it. What what sets you apart from the other candidates? Yes, the other candidates. Well. You know, we again, it's a very diverse slate of candidates. Mm -hmm. uh, we have some very, um, I really do admire some of the people that have come forward. Mm -hmm. um, but I think what sets me apart is 
I'm one of the youngest. I'd say, mm-hmm. actually, I think I am the youngest candidate um, this year. Yes. And it's that's different. You know, um, I've, I think when I was on the first episode that I was with um, here, I talked a lot about that, that, you know, right now what we're seeing is we're seeing a new group, a new wave of young people entering politics. And quite frankly, those are the people who inspire me the most. You know, Alexandria Ocasio showing oh, us what is possible. Yes. Uh, AOC, you know, and Jamal Bowman, Cori Bush. We have such excellent role models of people who are creating grassroots campaigns. Yes. uh, That they're not uh, beholden to corporate interests. And that's important. That's important. That's that's how we move the needle forward. That's how we uh, enact progress. Yes. And I truly uh, look up to those individuals. So uh, being young, uh, Mm -hmm. being Latino sets Mm -hmm. me apart. Mm-hmm. And uh, being an immigrant and really having that working class background is super important. And to be able to speak to so many demographics here and also to speak to people that have, again, never felt represented. Right. So I truly yeah. believe uh, that, yeah, I, I'm different, yes. <laughs> so, so to speak. Yes. I, I think so. And I, I want to say that I'm happy to see a young person uh, literally putting it out there because most people talk about it, but they don't really do it. They say, oh, politics need to do this and this needs to be that but they don't do anything to do to create the change they want to see. So I'm very proud of you for, for taking the initiative. Um, and you graduated from Princeton. I'm sure you're going to give everybody a run for their money. So I'm excited about that. Um, but what, what policies are you proposing for the town government? Absolutely. You know, I think first and foremost, what I want to address is the lingering effect and honestly still a dramatic effect of COVID-19, where right now we have a lot of senior citizens, a lot of individuals of all ages, people with chronic diseases, people who are still very much afraid of catching this disease, this illness, and uh, their lives are at stake. And right now, Uh, Our government is making very important decisions about uh, access to vaccinations. And one of my biggest goals is to make sure that every resident of our town has access to a COVID-19 vaccine and at the very least understands what's happening because we need someone. Here's another thing that a lot of people don't talk about. We do not have enough healthcare administrators, people in healthcare period who are involved in government. And that's quite frankly, the reason why the pandemic was mishandled for so long because we didn't have representation of our healthcare leaders. They were maybe offering counsel to the former president, but they weren't directly involved and, and always in the decision-making process and they need right. to be and they deserve a seat at the table. So that's my primary issue right there. And I think COVID-19, I can go on about other issues that we have a lot of people who feel alone right now. Yes. Uh, who really need uh, a peer counselor, someone in the community that can speak to them. And there's a wonderful project that everyone should be aware of. It's called Project Hope. And it's one of my biggest goals is to make sure that Project Hope is available to everyone. It's all about offering peer counseling to those in need. And um, I'm also a proponent of digital equity. I think all of our, uh, you'd be surprised how many people in Westchester County Mm -hmm. do not know how to use a computer don't have access to internet. And you can imagine in the era of social distancing, isolating, quarantining, that we have people that are so disconnected from our community. And that actually leads me to my next point is one as a young, younger candidate, Mm -hmm. one of my biggest goals is to modernize the communication channels for our local government. Mm. We have a lot of young folks, a lot of people actually of all ages who have no idea what our government is even doing at the local level. Yes. A lot of people, when they think about politics, they focus specifically on the federal level. 
yes. uh, the, the state level, but no one really thinks about what's happening at the local level. And it is oftentimes local policies that will impact your life the most. Absolutely. And, right. And then, you know, I'll, you know, I can definitely expand more, but I, I, oh, yeah. I really envision um, creating task forces. So one of my values as a candidate is that I truly believe that the solutions uh, that we need in this community are oftentimes driven by community members. That it can't just be five people on a council thinking that they know what's best for everyone, that we need to let people in yes. and we need to let people feel that they can be part of that. Absolutely. Creating task forces with local experts around issues of affordable housing, promoting access to health care. Yeah. Um, addressing, uh, again, the COVID-19 pandemic and the environmental environmental issues that we really need to be focusing on. Mm -hmm. That's my vision. Okay. And I think oftentimes I'm told, uh, you're too young for this role. <laughs> uh, and my, my response to those individuals is, no, we're not. Yeah. We are creative. We are driven. We're passionate. And we're ready yes. to lead. So I'll leave it there. And just, <laughs> yes. Well, no, I, 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 that was going to be my question. Why is it important for people to vote in their local election? And you pretty much answer that. That's where, that's where everything starts. It's where everything starts. And I will add also the significance of this campaign mm -hmm. is, as you said, this could be a catapult, right? Yes. It's really my goal, Tanya, is <laughs> that I want to set a new precedent yes. for what local leadership should look like. Right. This isn't just about Bedford. Well, this isn't just about Westchester County or right, even the right. Lower Hudson Valley. It's about America as a whole. Yes. It's about telling everyone what is possible in suburban America, mm. that a Latino, a young Latino like myself mm -hmm. can be influential and can drive policies forward. And I really do believe that if we set a model mm -hmm. that this can trickle down, this can this can spread to other municipalities and we can really turn this into a broader movement. And that actually leads to the other theme. Yes. And we'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> you hit it right on the head. I was going to ask you're planning to turn this into a, a broader movement, movement, which is great. Very yeah, good. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's really what it's about. You start small, you build your following, you get you get the young people out there. I mean, I believe that that's how Barack Obama won. He, he did not underestimate young people. That's where he won. He, he, he did he, not. If it wasn't for the young people, I think it would have went the other way. He was very smart. Mm. He didn't underestimate seniors, and he didn't underestimate young people. Very smart. Absolutely. It's movement building is all about having a multi-generational, multi-racial exactly. group of people who are going to stand behind you because it is not just about one particular demographic. It's about all of us. Right. Um, I really do value some of our candidates that have had the slogan of not me, us. This isn't my campaign. This is our campaign. X, I and tell that all the time. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. yes. Never about me. It's about we. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. so who are some of your role models and why, why do they make you proud? Absolutely. You know, I supported many of our most uh, progressive uh, candidates in um, the 2020 elections. Mm -hmm. uh, as I mentioned before, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez yes. is my... Uh, is my role model, you know, I seeing a young Latina going door to door. Did you see the, ever see those images of her shoes? Yes. When she was wow. walking or after she had walked around. Yes. She, uh, she unseated the, mo the fourth most powerful member of, of Congress at the time. Wow. And she showed us what is po possible when you have a people powered movement. 
Mm. I I looked at her and it's and you know it's so funny. Quick story that a lot of people don't know. So she um my fiance actually went to high school with her. Mm -hmm. Oh uh, so it's we you know we walked in similar circles and they're actually family friends. So wow. it's really you know small world. I Very really small. do believe it's my dream to meet her. So uh, if anyone can make that happen, I would I would appreciate happen. it. But it's gonna happen. certainly yeah, yeah. Definitely no. gonna happen. So outside of work, Andres. What um, what do you like to do for fun? Because I mean, you can't be all politics. And no, no. <laughs> I think you know. Five I really. Else. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. You know, it's because campaigning is like a it's, it's a part time, full time job, and then I actually have I have an actual full time job. Oh right. <laughs> um, right. And everyone needs to unwind. You know, during the pandemic, I've actually learned like you need you need a gym. <laughs> you need a gym. <laughs> And I create, uh, I created actually my own home gym. So I definitely love oh, to work out in the morning. Really? And a lot of people, uh, you know, um, have seen some of my Instagram videos. I'm actually on the side, I wear many different hats. So I'm actually a dancer as well. And one of my dreams is to become a professional dancer. Ooh, so uh, I do Latin dance. <laughs> yeah, I do ballroom uh, in Mount Kisco <laughs> and it's such a fun time. And honestly, I recommend dance to so many people. It is such a, especially in um, in politics, you know, you have to be very uh, community facing yeah. and uh, and it really dancing has mm -hmm. allowed me to have the confidence to speak. Uh, if you had met me three years ago, I don't know if I would have had this confidence. <laughs> so, um, and I love walking outside. I think, oh, that, I mean, that's another reason why I'm so passionate about protecting the environment. I yes. can't imagine not having a park here in Bedford where I can oh. walk to, you can imagine. That, so. has, <laughs> that has saved me during the pandemic, literally. Me too. Having our me park too. and having our lake, um, having um, open spaces to walk to, has really literally saved me. I'm not even kidding. So uh, please save our our um, environment. We have to. We have no choice. <laughs> so, so what's happening right now in the election process, and how can we support you uh, in these next few months? What can we do? Yeah. No. These next few months, you know, we really we're we're collecting signatures in this at this point. Uh, we really want to make sure that we end up on the ballot. So I would say if there are any uh, registered Democrats in uh, the town of uh, Bedford, and when we see the town of Bedford, a lot of people uh, have a little bit of confusion with that. We're referring to uh, the four different hamlets that make up the, um, you know, th that the Bedford government oversees. So we're talking about Bedford Hills, mm -hmm. Bedford Village, Bedford Corners, and Katona. And so if you know that you and, and if you can always reach out to me, um, you know, we'll make sure that uh, we can provide everyone with a form of reaching out. Uh, but certainly, you know, the way that people can support is by um, engaging right now. I see some of our wonderful folks have been yes. uh, leaving some comments. I'm so yes. appreciative. It really does yes. take a movement. And, and really, you know, we're in the process of building our website. So you'll see that very soon. Nice. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook. Uh, you can look up my name. It's pretty, I tried to make it as unique as possible because I know there are so many Andres Castillos. Andres Leonardo Castillo. Yeah, so I always have to emphasize that last name. It's, it may not be common in the US, but it's very common in my in my in Latin America, I would say. So I, think it's, I got it. I think I got it right. Um, I'm going to put it here just so people have it because it's uh, yeah. important, very important to have. Yeah, Thank and you. I, I would say other ways to support us, we, you know, 
we're really looking for volunteers. Mm -hmm. And if anyone uh, wants to be a part of this campaign, believes in this campaign, mm -hmm. uh, knows in their heart that this could make a difference, uh, you know, small small waves turn into bigger waves. Okay. Uh, really, this is this is my this is the beginning of my political career. And if anyone uh, feels inspired by this, uh, feels committed to the movement. Mm -hmm. Please reach out. I'm always very responsive. I I, I yearn uh, for people to get involved in some capacity, and we'll figure out. I want to give everyone an important role, and feel that they're they're making a difference with me, uh, not for me, with me. We are in this together. Exactly. Um. And and so and certainly we're looking for endorsements. If if anyone is connected to uh, some endorsing bodies. Mm -hmm. uh, that be willing to to give an endorsement to a young uh, Latino candidate, mm -hmm. certainly uh, that I would be appreciative of that as well. Okay. And and of course fundraising. If anyone feels moved by this and wants to give a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, right? Would I, I appreciate that because all of that money is again we're people powered. We're not accepting a dime from corporate entities. Right. And we want to make sure that we have the resources to be able to get our message to as many people as possible. That's right. So those are all the ways. And I will keep you all. Um, yes. Something yeah. I can put up here right now and anything to reach you right now. I, I put the Facebook page, but anything else? Um, thank yeah. you. So I'm going to maybe drop my Instagram handle. Um, okay. It's Andres Leonardo uh, underscore Castillo. So it's a little long. I probably have to work on that. Uh, but that's another way that you can follow me um, and stay in touch. And we'll have some official social media pages very soon. So I'll make sure to forward that uh, once we have it. Is that right? There we go. Andres. There you go. Andres yeah. Leonardo underscore. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, so give us a follow um, and support our posts. And yes. certainly. So I believe, I think that's it. Did you have any other? I think we can. Um, no, that's that Real was talks, yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got all the good questions in. Uh, is there anything you want to add? Uh, you know, just that I, uh, I'm i just grateful. I'm grateful uh, for all the people that have shown up um, virtually today. Uh, I'm grateful to you, Tanya. You know, it's so funny because uh, you and I go way back. Yes. Uh, I remember uh, Tati, uh, your daughter. Um, she, of course, you know, we were in preschool together. I was about one year after. So it's so funny how we're going um, we're going full circle here. Uh, it's, it it's so lovely to reconnect, and my mother speaks fondly of you. So. Oh, oh, thank you. Uh, you know, it's uh, funny when Tati said, "Oh, Andres," and I was like, mm, "I don't know. Can I remember the name?" And when she showed me, I was like, "Oh my gosh, no way! That can't be the same person." <laughs> so way back when, and it is. So I'm so happy. I know. You know, she's got a good group of friends that are doing things, making things happen. So I'm very yeah, proud. I'm excited. Of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I, you're welcome to come back anytime that you uh, that you have uh, something to say or to share. You're welcome anytime here. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And yeah, you know, I'm always answering questions. Mm -hmm. And so if anyone has questions about the issues, yes, uh, you know, um, certainly I'm I will accept questions. Um, but again, you know, I know it's Sunday evening. <laughs> yes, I'm looking here now to see some people will. Let's see what some people just said hello to you. Um, Hi there. Hi, everybody. Ricky says, oh, there's Ricky Butler. Hey, Ricky, how are you? Um, let's see. Elizabeth said, hey, represent. <laughs> oh, there's Elizabeth. Ricky there you Fox. go, Fox is up. Fox Lane, that's right. Fox Lane's in the building. So proud of oh. you. Hey, Maria. 
And uh, let's see. Yes, that's a good. He, uh, Ricky, um, stressed the point that you said the lack of digital equity came to light uh, during the pandemic. That's true. A lot, especially even when kids went back to school, the kids who didn't have Wi-Fi, the kids who didn't have computers, they 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 suffered a lot. So they did. A lot of people did. Um, it's not talked about enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I would like to also take this moment to uh, speak to our youth directly oh, yes. uh, who maybe might not be tuning in now but could tune in later uh, I just want to let you all know that you can do anything you set your mind to absolutely that uh, my entire life I was told that I couldn't do things mm. that um, when I told my uh, in high school that I wanted to go to Princeton I was laughed at <laughs> I was okay. laughed at I, I no one took me seriously Wow um, you know, I maybe I didn't dress the part. You know, I it's funny if you Tanya, if you look back at me um, in high school, I always wore uh, a hoodie. <laughs> you did a, a hoodie and jeans, and it was so funny. If you What's look wrong back with at the Nothing wrong with a hoodie. I just think now people would say I wouldn't recognize you. <laughs> I I realize I need to be comfy. I I even wore my slippers to school. Like there's right. no way. But look, people change and people underestimate you. And a lot of people will tell you that you can't do things, especially when you look a certain way, you talk a certain way. Mm -hmm. And um, I always said, my mother always told me, Andres, don't listen to them, that this country is all about opportunity. Mm. And I think I want to take a moment to speak about my family. I think they yes. don't get enough of a shout out. Yes, I need to give a shout out to my mom, Maribel, uh, uh, my dad, uh, Cesar. Uh, my brothers, uh, Sergio, Gonzalo, uh, my 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 godmother. I have five different mothers, by the way. I have so oh, many amazing maternal figures. Aww. Maybe we'll add Tanya to that list. You've been so supportive. <laughs> <You had> me. <laughs> uh, no, but I've had such. Uh, the reason I've made it this far is because I've surrounded myself with such an amazing uh, community who believed in me before I believed in myself. Mm. who honored my path, who who saw potential. Right. Um, when I very much was insecure about where I was heading, I didn't think I'd have the capacity to be to be here. Right. Um, sometimes I even questioned, would I can I even get past the age of 25? Right. Well, hey, I'm a quarter of a century old and here I am. Yeah. And I'm just gonna tell everyone that really I just feel uh it all goes back to gratitude yes. and never be afraid to ask for help. I think during the pandemic, we've all had our highs and our lows. And the only reason we've gotten this far is because a lot of us had the courage to say, hey, I, this is the most I can do. <laughs> right, right. This is, this is as far as I can go. And I, I, I by in hitting rock bottom, mm -hmm. in hitting rock bottom, we, 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 we see our fullest potential and we realize that we are capable of so much more than what we initially thought. Mm. And and I really want to speak to the Latino students in my school district who, for the past five years, have been led to believe that they don't belong here. The reality is you do belong here. Absolutely. That we all belong here. That's right. That's right. Because, I, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. And, that, and that's what we're going to leave it on, that we all belong here. Uh, and don't let anyone tell you the lie that that uh, they've been here and they came illegally and all that uh, rhetoric. Um, because the truth is, and you hear the sound, the feedback? Yes. No idea where that's coming from, but okay. Oh, I don't know either. <laughs> it's okay, it's perfect timing because uh, our time's up, unfortunately. But we want to thank you so much for taking the time 
uh, to come and talk to us. And you're welcome here anytime. Just to let oh, you know. Yeah. We thank need you, new, Tanya. We need new, fresh, uh, new, fresh look on politics, new, fresh faces. I'm all for it um, because it is fresh. So thank you. So yeah. Much. Thank, I'll, you. thank you so much. I'll be sure to keep you posted. And, and I look forward to all the progress that we're going to make together. Thank you. thank you very much. And thank you, audience, for tuning in. Uh, you can see this on YouTube, and you can also see the podcast in about an hour. Uh, and thank you again. Don't forget, I'll be back on Thursday with uh, comedian Tony. And uh, let's see, Saturday, don't forget to tune in for Five Black Comics at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a good evening, and I will talk to you all soon. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. <laughs>